We're back for episode 13. It's the Vigo Rugby Podcast. All right, welcome to episode 13 of the Vigo Rugby Podcast. I can't believe we're up to episode 13. Um, We're going to start off this week with... Our fact of the week, which is live in our studio in Weatherspoons and Gravesend, because Adam is here this week. How are you, mate? Not too bad, Nick. How's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. What you got for us for fact of the week? Um, fact of the week this week is um, on the oldest uh, rugby stadium in uh, Europe and the world. Is um, obviously now known as the Aviva Stadium, but previously known as the old lovely you know, Lansdowne Road which was originally built in 1872 and has stood since then until it was uh, sort of revamped starting in 2006 and becoming the Aviva Stadium which now has a capacity of 51,700. Nice, 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 nice. I don't know if you know off the top of your head, what, is the, what was the capacity, the maximum at Lansdowne Road, do you know? That's that's bridge too far. Bridge <laughs> well, maybe far, we'll maybe yeah. we'll bring that later. I um, we'll we'll do a bit of research. We'll, and we'll, research and we'll come expand back. on our factory. I'll have it for you by battle. Well, that is still pretty wonderful. Um, yeah, Lansdowne Road was a was a good stadium, and I, I love the Aviva Stadium with that glass bit at one end. That, yeah. or when I see that, I think it's, it's quite a cool feature to have. Yeah, but, definitely. Cool. Well, great. Thanks for that fact of the week, mate. Um, no problem. And we'll uh, get get some breakfast in and uh, get on with the breakfast club. Yeah. All right. Breakfast club. Now the boys have got their got their orders in, got their breakfasts in. Um, we can get started. We've uh, we've been having a couple of discussions off air that uh, I want to I want to touch on first. Um, but we are joined by Tony. Hey. Adam. Hey. Jake. Out. And obviously, obviously me. Um, Nick. Now. Hey. Um, <laughs> so. We've been discussing, Jake's got a problem with the regions of the United Kingdom. He doesn't agree with my, and neither does Tony, we've all got different ideas on what is what region. So what I'm saying is if you put a cross on the centre point of the country, all the stuff in the bottom right quarter would be the southeast. Tony's is slightly different, he's saying there's a block in the middle which has to be the Midlands, which yeah. sits in between the southeast and the northeast, southwest and the northwest. So you're in six segments. So you've got six. Yep. Jake, what is your view on the makeup of the country? I, I just don't think fucking Ealing's in <laughs> But I think you need to do some geography because I'm having a look now. Because London as a whole is the south is in the southeast. Doesn't that count as Greater London? Isn't it just that it's only? Why are you talking about Greater London now? It's <laughs> London is in the southeast. You're a PE teacher. I, <laughs> I know you double up sometimes. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> I know you went to Mepham School, just, right? Ooh, <laughs> no, wait, was it Mepham School or Rootham School? Yeah, Were you a Mepham or a Rootham? I fucking walk into the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a Mepham or a Rootham? He was a Mepham. Big shout out to Mepham School. Who else went to Mepham School, though? That's what you got to ask yourself. Chink. Chink went there. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> Alright, well, well, I'll see you what, we'll get a map out and we'll work it out later, but for I'll, now... I'm having a look and I can see where you're coming from, but... <laughs> I have lost this argument for the whole team. It's alright, we'll, we'll talk about it later, because there's a... 
There's plenty to look at today, starting off with Vigo versus. Hold on, Wikipedia said it's in. Wikipedia said it's in fucking Greater London. Wikipedia's always. Yeah, and where's Greater London? You click on Greater London, and it's located within the London region. And it doesn't say (laughs) South East anywhere. (laughs) Okay, good news. Jake is going to have to go back to his geography teacher at Mapping School. Because according to Jake, Greater London is not in the southeast of, of England, yeah. unfortunately. It's, it's just its on its own, it has its very own region, it doesn't sit in the southeast of anything. <laughs> I'm just not happy with <laughs> It just feels far away, I understand. This is all you just trying to fucking get other class interested. Right, anyway, Jake, before you blaspheme anymore. Um, Right, <laughs> Vigo versus Old Willies today at Old Willies. Willies, it's come round we're finally. Fine. We're finally at the time when we can say that so much today. Um, this is the first game of the turnaround, so we're halfway through the season. Um, I mean, I don't know. Comments on the first half of the year for Vigo? I think I think you're right. Jay, anything you've played in the majority? Yeah, it's good. Good, good, good. I just wish we didn't have to play a fucking Helen. Helen dropped out anyway. I know, yeah, it's silly, isn't it? That is something something big that's happened. And Tony, you've played in all the games. Who is the the standout for you so far in the first half of the year? And I'm talking in terms of uh, teams we're playing played against. Um, obviously, Cobra. Um. But I think out of there, we've um, and we've talked about this a lot. You know, I think almost every game that we have lost, we we should could have won, whether we should have won or not, we definitely could have. Um, I don't know. The, the team that that worries me the most, I think, is probably Beckenhamens for, for some reason. Yeah. Um, they just seem to be a bit. We just can't seem to get a performance out against them. Since I well, since I've been here, other than that first cup yeah. game, I um, think it's five. I'm pretty sure it's five in a row now. Yeah. That we've, since yeah, the cup that we've lost yeah. against them. Yeah. But um, yeah, everyone else. I don't know. I just think yeah, if we yeah like put 60, 70 minutes of good rugby together. Um, and that sort of 60, 70, 80 possibly minutes of good rugby takes me back to the the home game of this of this match up this week, the, the first the first leg um, at home where we they came, we were pretty worried about them I think, and for historic purposes we were always they, tight. They, they, finished, yeah. um, they finished quite high last year, yeah. yeah, they finished high last year, and and that. I mean, we were early on in the season as well, uh, and they came to us and we absolutely destroyed them. We um, just lost. We lost. No, we'd, we had not yeah. Oh, was that, was that second yeah, game? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, it was our second game of the year, and we and we smashed them. And it was a bit of a, it was a surprise. But for me, that's the last time we put a full eighty-minute performance into a game. I think. Mm. Now, what 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 worries me a little bit about today is what happens if we don't put a full eighty. It's going to be completely different. Like we've been doing. Was, on that day, it was bone dry, and we were just flinging around left, right, and centre on a big pitch. Whereas now, today, it's going to be pissing down the rain. It's a smaller pitch. 
they're going to be the same game today. And they're going to be well up for it. And stronger as well, I believe. Yeah. I did hear a few. You never really know, but obviously we had a load of injuries as well. But I did hear that they they had a pretty decimated squad at the time. For I'm one reason or another. From just, from just looking at their results, all still seem to be just a blip. A blip, yeah. Because all their games seem to be close. It's just going to yeah. be a fight today. They've won and lost the same amount of games as we have this year. So yeah, it's going to be a big battle. There's one point in it in the table, third against fifth. Um, it's so tight this league still, can't believe it. It is very tight and it's been made um, a little bit more interesting, I think, by the loss of Hellingley this week. So Hellingley have dropped out of the league completely. All their points have been expunged from every team. Uh, it doesn't really make much of a difference in the top half because everyone got a five-point bonus point win anyway. Um, but, it, but they now go down though. Have you noticed that? They've left them in 12th position in the league. Yeah. So they will go down. What do they do now? That's what. Two, two other teams will go down after Hellingley. Where do they go though? Like, where do Hellingley go? Where do they have they'll get, because of the way, they've probably made some sort of deal. So because of the way that they're going down, they'll go into Sussex 1. Yeah, but what do they do for us? No, as in, will they, yeah, will they go into play um, friendlies or will they all go to Maybe, so. maybe they'll go and play friendlies. I'd, I'd imagine some of the ones players, If I mean, if your club pulled out of a league altogether and you wanted to play rugby, you'd have to go and play some rugby. So I'd say, like, that could be the end of that club, really. Like, imagine if our first team just disappeared for a year. Yeah, you'd, you'd go lose, and play somewhere else. Yeah, you'd lose a lot yeah, of players. Because you'd want to be competitive. I mean, I don't know if you would. Would I? I, I don't no, know. I think I'd probably play for the twos and stay, stay and just wait it out. But there would be some players yeah. who, not at a club like ours, who yeah, would go and play somewhere else, I'm sure. If that then happened, you might yeah. have a lot of... Sorry, thank you. If that then happened, you might have a lot of twos players that like, no, I'm not playing. So they might, they might. Yeah, you might limit the amount of rugby. And you've got no next year. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they will disappear. But yeah, it will have a bigger impact. Whenever a team drops out of the league, I think it has a bigger bigger impact than yeah. it looks on They're the face They're not going to get friendlies every week, who are they? No, yeah. No. I imagine oh, they'll just start loading up, loading up their teams. They'll just go on the exchange from want, time to time. Are they the ones that have a few home more Yeah, they'll add two, I think, and that's, that's the maximum. They pulled out, they didn't get chucked out. Yeah, no, I think they... Why don't know actually? I'm not sure. They were probably about to give another walkover. Yeah, and just decided they were going to drop it. It's that thing of like, it's like when you're going to fail a year at uni. It's like, do you fail it and get in a load of shit, or do you just defer it and then you're in the same spot next year, so you're fine? Right. So they've just effectively they've just deferred their second year. <laughs> They'll take the hit and have another go next year. They lost some players in there. Oh really? And upfield a few players. Oh, maybe upfield will come up next year. They they weren't a bad side last year, they're winning, but they're winning. Oh really? Oh, interesting. Um, right around the grounds. <laughs> Where um, are we going? I know that uh, Graves End today. They are on our fixtures of interest. Um, and they are playing against Aylesford, which is actually quite a fixture of interest. Um, Gravesend versus Aylesford is quite a good little derby, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we've, we've played Aylesford a lot, I was going to say, as well. Yeah, we've played Aylesford in, in quite a few friendlies, and they always look half decent, but they this year I felt we were a lot closer to them, they whether that's because we've got winning, better. They have winning the league. I, I, they must have been missing players. Cause they were winning the league. They're winning the league above. I'm they sure got they promoted. Yeah, they, they went up to no, they went up to London. London two. I'm pretty sure they're at the top of it. Surely not. Let me check. 
I didn't think I they were. They were struggling. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe they're not. They're <laughs> yeah, I thought they were struggling. Good research, Jake. <laughs> oh, maybe they are. We played them last year. We, did we Ellsford. play them? Yeah, we played them last year when they it just was, won the league. It was like three tries to one, and then they won the league that year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it, actually. Um, so, they're bottom of the league. Gravesend are actually on a good run. They've won two, three on the bounce, maybe. Um, and they're fourth. So... I'd imagine that's a Gravesend win. Where is it? At home. Um, what have we got, Tony? What have you got for us? Um, up in National 1, we've got um, Old El Tamians uh, at home to Bishop Stortford. Got to be another uh, win for them, isn't it? One of our games of interest. Um, Old El Tamians are top by point. Bishop Stortford. A second from bottom, so it's got to be a win. Yeah, a, a big win from them at home. Uh, and then an, another game of interest is Blackie for away to Rotherham Titans. So big, got big trip. I was going to say big trip. <laughs> it's a big trip. Um, it's more like more like Adam's neck of the woods, Rotherham. Um, so Blackie for second. Yeah. And Rotherham a fourth, so that'll be a. Uh, That's a big game, and it's a big game of interest because, as we talked about the last couple of weeks, they're at a 1 2 in National yeah. 1 still, aren't they? So they're playing each other next week. They play each other next week, week before Christmas, which is going to be a big old game of interest. Definitely. Um, but yeah, those two are National 1. Uh, what have you got for us, Jake? Uh, I like our league, so I need uh, five games this week. Yeah. Bex, Dunstanians. Big game. That is. Bex are second. Possibly should have been a game of interest. Uh, there's, there's four points. Bex and Dunstanians. I mean, Dunstanians get a win, and we get a win. We, I don't want to say it, but we go into Christmas in second spot. Uh, folks that are playing Hastings. Which uh, yeah, I that think is. Folkestone win. It's interest at the bottom for sure yeah. because a win there for Where is Folkestone. It? At Folkestone. Well, yeah. It's not that far though. Mm. Well, a win there for That's Folkestone really, really puts Hastings in the in yeah. the shit. Yeah. Uh, the Lewis Cobra. Cobra win probably. Got to be. Yep. But that's uh, good. It's more space between the top half and bottom half. And then. Uh, Old William Sonnies. Vigo. The Park House Bromley. Um, and then we've got Kemp 1, Tone. Yep. Um, so we've got Ashford at home to Cranbrook, um, which is Ashford win. Interesting. Off. Got to be an Ashford win there. Um, Jill's at home to Whitstable. Nice. So you fancy Jill's there. Yeah. Uh, Nag at home to Footscray, that's a game of interest. It is a game of interest. Always uh, Nags are always games of interest, aren't they? Um, RBS at home to HSBC, so the banks. The, the Battle of the Banks is today. RBS, HSBC. Um, old G's have got to go all the way down to Sheppey. Yes, game of interest. It old is. Groves Indian versus Sheppey. Sheppey have been. This year so far, they have been on a nasty old run, and Old G's been doing really well. They're in third, um, so that hopefully for them be a Christmas bonus. <laughs> um, and then Kings are going over to Southwark. Ah, oh, interesting actually. That's a mid-table sort of clash, but both of them are good sides. At Southwark as well, which is a horrible place to be. The it is indeed the Cooge. The Cooge, they got a cage match. Indeed. <laughs> South, South London <laughs> <laughs> Tables, ladders, and chairs. Um, 
cool. <laughs> well, that is all of our games of interest, um, and all the games all over the place. Um, how are we feeling? We're feeling good. Going to that? Yes. Yeah. Not all the games of interest. I'm confused. Uh, we've got in the European Champions Cup this week. Uh, oh. Had a few games last night. Unfortunately, Gloucester did not manage to do the double on Exeter. Uh, but in, in games today, we've got Toulouse first watch. Nice. Leinster first, oh, it's basically the second round of all the games from last week. So basically, Leinster all the games from last week, again. The other way around. Yeah. Go for them for us. Catra is Munster, Glasgow, Leon. Cardiff Blues and Saracens. And by the looks of it, in the not so cool. The Jippo Shield. <laughs> yeah, the Jippo Shield, we've got uh, not even going to say that, versus Northampton. The other Saracens. Yeah, the other Saracens. ASM Claremont versus Dragons. Oh, exactly. It's the other Saracens. Worcester versus PAU. Pow, pow. Uh, Sale versus Bordeaux. Oh. Beagles. The Zebras versus Union. Oh, the Zebras against Union. <laughs> yep. <laughs> La Rochelle versus Bristol. Very nice. Quinns versus Benetton. Quinns versus Benetton Treviso in a return of the nasty loss last week. But did you, I don't know if anyone else noticed, because, I mean, you might have joked actually, you're looking for Quinns teams, but they put out a weaker team this week at home, I mean, on paper, a weaker team. Focusing on the league, mate. I mean, it must be, it must be, because we, we lost last week with, with Marla and Kerr and Sink all, all in, the, in the team. Now Sink's on the bench, Marla and Kerr are nowhere to be seen, having a week off. Going, uh, going out and clapping probably if I, know, if I know those boys Marlon's uh, <laughs> saw on his Instagram he's got a neck trainer he's like somebody, he looked like he was wearing like sauce that's what, that's what he's up to this week yeah. and talking of Joe Marlon actually there was one thing I forgot that I was going to bring up this week I was listening to the rival podcast the, uh, the rival pod yep and uh, he mentioned his favourite Subway sandwich which amazingly just happened to be exactly the same as my favourite sub. Of course it, did. it did. Yeah. Italian BMT with oh. all the bits and stuff with sauce. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Of course it was. The only difference was extra cheese. The only difference was that I get Southwest and honey mustard sauce. Now, Joe, if you're if you're listening, <laughs> try it with a honey mustard as well because it's the dream. <laughs> um, also, Saracens against Cardiff. Uh, today is actually on at 12.30. You're, ch- such, a, you're such a rugby boss. It's on Channel 4. That's why I brought it up. Channel 4. Live European rugby on Channel 4. That's been going on all season. That's good though, isn't it? Terrestrial TV, live rugby. That, live rugby. I can't believe you've written notes. It's just two notes. <laughs> <laughs> Only two. <laughs> That's all I wanted to say. I wanted to let Joe know that there's more of us out there who like the Italian BMT with Southwest. <laughs> <laughs> Right, anyway, we better get off because uh, we got drive time and we're going to be late and John will be really angry. Well, I don't want angry John today. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you soon. Well, uh, wrong direction this week. Decided they wanted their own drive time intro, so here it is in all its glory. Wrong Direction's drive time intro. It's drive time. I think we'll stick with what we got. Take it, Liam. Drive time. Drop a gear, disappear. It's time for drive time. Um, and I'm in a, a different car this week. Feels nice, though. I like the space. Um, and I'm here with Will James. Hello, how you doing? It's the one they've all been waiting for. 
Will James's drive time. Yeah, great. Um, we've got a couple of um, people in the live studio audience in the back. Um, Callum Chink Gibson and Ben Morales are in the back. Say hello. You are Nick, how you doing? All good, all good, all good. So if you hear any laughter, it's there. Um, all right, Will, we'll start off with the normal questions. Yeah. When you arrive at the club, you get to the changing room, what's the first thing you do? Well, you know, you go in, put your bag down, might, might go towards the bar, go see who's there, have a little chat, make sure everyone's sort yeah. of ready for the game. Go out, go out, look at the pitch a little bit. That's it, innit? Yeah. You just get yourself just in the zone. In the zone. Ready, Nick. Um, ready. What's your favourite pump-up song in the changing room? Oh, favourite pump-up song. See, it doesn't get played enough, I don't think, but Drop the World by Lil Wayne and Eminem. I mean... Drop the World by Lil Wayne. Can you sing, yeah. it, sing a bit for me? Like? Oh, see, no, I'm not really singing. I'm, am I, mate? Uh, or hum it, can you hum No, no. Come see, on, come on, come on. No, it's all right. It's Christmas. Come on. I think you could do it. I don't know. Don't, don't that's why I'm asking you. That's why I'm asking you to... Because oh. I'm trying to work out which one it is. I, it's, I do it's, know it's, it. It's, it comes, it says Drop the World a lot. Drop it on your fucking head. Drop it on your fucking head. No, that's well, no, guys. Let's just you know stop dicking about with the fucking yeah. stuff. I know it. Yeah, you know, I know it. So you know I know it. it. I know Thanks you know very it. much. Thanks very much. Um, yeah. All right. You've heard your song. You're pumped. Yeah, yeah I'm pumped. Fucking yeah. pumped. Um, you're just about to go out. It's game time. What happens? I don't know. You just had that little chat with uh, with Dave. Dave sort of geed you right up. Yeah. Sort of go around. I, I do a lot of headbutting people. I yeah, sort of like headbutting. headbutting people. I didn't hear about this before yeah. a game. Yeah. That's sort of a little thing that just gets me more pumped. Yeah. Then as I'm walking out the door, slap slap the top of the roof because where the vibe was saying used yeah. to be. Don't know why it's not there anymore. Yeah, I don't know why it's gone. I know. Has that gone? I put it's that gone. there like five years ago. And uh, <laughs> that's gone for the minute. <laughs> the bastards. But. Like, you know I mean? That's it, just I'm doing up on the game ready, already. Ready for action. Yeah. Ready, ready for, for action. That's good, that's good. Um, I'm glad you mentioned the headbutting, um, because you, you like you headbutt the, the, you know, your close mates on the way out and stuff. Yeah. You've, you've never headbutted me. No, do you, do you want to get well, headbutted today? I'm not sure. Well, it's I'll, not lucky now, is it? Oh, no. I'll, you should have probably started headbutting me a long time ago. It's okay. When it was lucky. It's okay, well, I know how fragile you are, you know. You, yeah, you're actually, a bit maybe broken. not. Yeah, maybe don't headbutt me. I might get a broken skull yeah. or something. You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> No, fair play, so fair play. Thanks very much <laughs> for thinking of me. Um, all right, you've done all your stuff there. You're going out to the game. You're ready to play. Is there any? Do you have superstitions? Like, do you have any any anything that you have to do before the kickoff that like really? I know you're obviously pumped up, but you got any superstitions? Oh, well, I did have. I had my lucky shorts. My lucky shorts that lasted us all of last season, and I, I believe that that was the only thing that got us there, was just my lucky shorts. It was, I believe it. And I, I, I had 100% faith in them, but then I wore them a couple of times and we've lost in them, and now I'm, I'm scared, I'm scared to wear them again. But you've got a new pair of lucky shorts. I've got a new pair of lucky shorts, we've won, we've won a few games in them, they're, cool. they're holding me strong. Cool. And they hold everything in? Yeah, they hold everything in. Cool, 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 cool. Um, right. <laughs> right, before I get onto your story actually, what do you say to rumours that you got a boner in the scrummage last weekend. Jake said he had his hands on his shorts <laughs> and during the scrum, you got a hard on. Just think he's, he isn't used to the size, you know, I think he's, he, he might have thought it was a boner, but it's just the size of it. Oh, right, it's, okay, it, so it was it's still, easily confused, you know. Would it, could it have been like a semi, it or could have is been it semi, just yeah. that size on the, on the floor? Well, when, when you do the, what I do in a scrum, you know, when you're that 
just get excited. Just make things that look, look yeah, that yeah, good, yeah. you know. Close to me. You get a bit, you get a bit excited, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair play, fair play, fair play. And and I should have known because yeah. I mean I seen the I seen you in the shower and uh, you know it's not to be not to be sniffed at, <laughs> girls. If you listen, um, right, we're into the best uh, the best part of drive time. It's story time. Um, everyone we get on drive time tells us a story. Will the only rules are you can't say anybody's names that that is in the story. Uh, but it should be about someone from Vigo, really, and um, you can be as nasty or as nice as you want. Go for it. Well, I think I'd have to talk about um, a group, a group of lads' holiday to a uh, foreign, a Greek country. Yeah, well, foreign, yeah, Greek tends yeah. to be foreign. Yeah, Greek, yeah, it's foreign. Here you go, fix them. Yeah, we uh, we went out there. We we found a nice little room that was that they gave us. It was a nice room outside of the hotel. So they obviously when knew already was trouble. When you say us, does that mean there was there was three of us in this room? There was oh, a, you're still another, saying us. Okay, another, so this is yeah, about you. No, no, no. Okay, it could so be. the part of drive time where you um, told a story, just as a reminder, and people aren't it's, supposed to know who's in the story. It's not. It's not me. Well, when you say us, oh, who do you, that sort of gives people the impression okay. that you're in the in the room. And this, this I've heard stories about this when okay. they they told me. So this is a group of guys. This, this group so of the group guys of lads went to, to a, Greek, a Greek island. They went into wasn't the room. Me. Yeah, it wasn't me at all. They went, in, they went into the room. Yeah, and um, what, what we found outside what, was who found what they found outside. <laughs> yeah, was it? It was like the uh, it was like a warehousing bit for the shop. Oh. It was just down the road. And they had alcohol and everything just sitting outside, ready for these young group of lads for the take. Yeah, oh, they must have loved that. So it was it was meant to be a, a, a like it was an all inclusive. You had to pay for your drink and everything. We ended up, I mean, <laughs> they ended up acquiring some of these crates. They ended up acquiring some of these crates, which were Smirnoff Ice, vodkas, and uh, they the they ended up yeah. inviting yeah. a load of people to uh, to our room. We had sort of a, a room party. We uh, they um, they uh, ended up putting a load of water down our hallway, their hallway, their hallway, <laughs> their hallway yeah. and uh, soap, and yeah. they made a slip and slide also in the room. So from the room down the from hallway the room, in, in the a hallway. hotel. No, it was in the room. Oh, in they the room. Said, they said yes. Wait, there was a there was a hallway in the room. They must that have got like a really nice room. room. It was yeah, a really for nice a lads room. Holiday, buddy. Oh, they they, well. Lads holiday. Well, I, I never said that. <laughs> well, oh, they, sorry, I thought it was a lads. You lot are just. You're just jumping in your mouth, sorry. Yeah. So you made a slip and slide. They made, they a, made slip a slip and slide. And slide. <laughs> yeah. In the middle of the room. This was also after someone else in the room butt chugged a um, a uh, WKD ball. Hang on. Yeah. Hang smell on. of ice. Sorry. Tell me. Hang on a minute. Right. So the main story here, I don't think, should have been the fact that these guys who went on a holiday together yeah. created a slip and slide. I think you need to explain more about this butt chug. Now, what is that? Uh, okay, so a butt chug is, is when you go on your shoulders. So your ass. Well, not is in my there. shoulders because I ain't in the story. If you're not, you, if you, okay, if someone does a butt chug, you go on yep. your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, ass in the air, spread the cheeks. You plunk a little bottle in a beer, WKD, smell of ice, anything, and you just you just let it drain out. And you drain it into just your. Just drain it in, into the. Not my arsehole. This was not, a, this yeah, not yours. Arsehole. So someone who did it. No, you do it yeah. into their bum hole. Yeah, into their bum hole. And does that make you like drunk? Does it just drip all back out of you? What happens? I think the guy that did it, I think he just got more sexual enjoyment out of it. Oh, really? I think he enjoys things yeah. in his ass. Right, alright, nice. But, um, well, that yeah. makes sense. Alright, well, maybe we can get someone to demonstrate that in the training rooms. Like. Maybe. maybe the dicko of the day. Dicko of the day. That could Dick be fun, of the day. We'll can put it to Elliot later and see if he wants to get that involved in his dicko of the day segment. Yeah. yeah. No, nice. That's great. Alright, well, that holiday sounds like a wonderful place to be. Yeah, I, really I wish does. I was there. I wish I went. Yeah. 
wish you went and I wish I went and we all yeah. wish we was there well thanks very much uh, Will yeah. um, is there any uh, you obviously get time to give a shout out now um, yeah. if you want to give a shout out to anyone while you're on drive time I'll shout out to my mum yep hello yeah. mum hello mum nice um, yeah. alright well thanks very much for joining us and uh, we better get to old Willies Please. for a big win Willies See ya. Well, that game did not go to plan. Uh, let's get into the changing room and uh, get the breakdown. Hi, Dave. Hi, Nick. We're in the changing room after a uh, pretty uh, devastating uh, loss against um, Old Willies. Um, unfortunately, we were 10 0 up at half time, um, but yeah. the pitch was a, an uphill, downhill slope with a big wind. Um, didn't get enough in the first half uh, yeah. and they came back and beat us I can't remember what the final score was 28-10 I believe yeah a bit shit and it's hard to get up for talking to the podcast and yeah. doing the podcast in these situations especially before the beers flow but I mean obviously you're disappointed but what can yeah. we take from that game yeah as you say it's a tough one to take I think um, when when you come up against conditions like that you've really got to take advantage of it and and it's very difficult when you have to do that in the first half. Yeah. Um, so, not making excuses, but you know you've really got to come out of the traps, and and we you know we needed to score more points yeah. than we did in that first yeah. half. We know that. Um, but yeah, we got taught a few lessons today. Um, we were, you know, don't get me wrong. We, there were a lot of tackles out there today by both teams, but but just at crucial times we just we, we let them through um, in that last 10 minutes was a, a real killer um, and we got taught a few lessons but you know three weeks to, to dwell on it and we'll, we'll come back bigger and stronger in the new year I'm sure so it'd be fair to say that um, the John's sort of mantra of 90, 98% was actually quite fitting for our performance today yeah you know, we've done a lot of good stuff just was that last pass or yeah definitely we've just I think in the last few games like we've just got to be a little bit careful because we've just let a few errors slip into our game just at, at crucial times knock-ons here forward passes there and high tackles and some ill discipline and stuff so we just need to um, get that sorted but you know I, I'm hoping you know the guys will not indulge too much over Christmas and um, keep in relatively good shape and we'll, we'll um, you know come back in a few weeks to that game against Lewis and we'll, you know, set the record straight. I think, to be honest, I mean, Christmas can only be a good thing for this squad in the amount of broken bodies that there are floating about at the moment. Yeah, this three weeks is probably yeah. The well, best we, we, thing we we're kind of like in in a injury-wise, we seem to have we kind of be, seem to be getting over the worst of it in that we've had a few people come back over the last couple of weeks. So, you know, hopefully when we get into the new year. Um, Wiltshire coming back a um, couple of others maybe getting rid of a few knocks and stuff so we should be at kind of relatively full, full strength and if you know as long as there's no um, anniversaries or MOTs or anything like that cropping up in the new year who knows um, I don't even want to mention what happened in the previous anniversary situation what happened you weren't here were you Don Mickleborough took a week off of rugby to go away for his one year anniversary yeah yeah last week was yeah, it yeah, a couple a of weeks ago, ago two weeks ago yeah. broken up no way. We gave him a run. I told him he was too good to her. I oh, know. 
So, I mean, she's let slip. Probably the best thing that'll ever happen to her. But what can you do? It's unfortunate for Dom. Sorry, buddy. You should come up to the club and have a beer tonight, though. And uh, maybe Vinti will take you out on the town. You can take his cast oh. off. You never know. Okay, under, under Vinti's wing. It's a good place to be. I've been there. It was a long time ago. But yeah, I'm but, sure. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, thanks for talking to us. Uh, well played today. And uh, we'll speak to you after Christmas. Merry Christmas, Nick. Merry Christmas. And now we've heard from our captain. Let's hear from the opposition. All right, we're back on the Vigo Rugby Podcast. Um, we are still at Old Willie's after uh, a pretty shitty day out there with the weather and with the result for us. But someone who it wasn't shitty for was Old uh, Old Willie's. And I'm sitting here with Callum, the fly-off for Old Willie's. He's been here quite a long time. Um, remember him since the days of bright, very bright boots. Yeah. Now he's a bit more, a bit more chilled with the boots, but he's here. Callum, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, just warming up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Tell yeah. me about it. How do you how do you feel like the game went for you boys today? Um, I think based on what happened last time, when you boys were very good and we weren't as good, obviously we were always going to be like really up for it. But um, yeah, I think we weathered the storm in the first half. Like you lot put good pressure on us, and like we always knew that when you've got the hill and you've got the winds, if we can keep within touching distance, it's always a different story second half. I think our, I think our defence was good in the first half. Like you asked us a lot of questions, and I think. We did all right, but um, same thing. You boys play good rugby, so it's, it's always difficult to come against. It's definitely fair enough. Definitely hear your, hear your comments about the the hill and um, the first half, second half. I mean, one of the, the big lessons that we were taught today was that if you've got that hill and the wind in the first half, you, you've got to use it and score as many points as you can. And if you if you don't if you don't make it work and you don't score enough points, you're gonna get. Well, you're going to be under pressure yeah. in the second half. I mean, know. that's what, like, I think a, the big key point was, I think it was like the last minute of the first half, you boys had a scrum on our five, mm. and we managed to stop yeah. you. We think if you get a try there and a conversion, going in 17 nil is a lot different to 10 nil. So I reckon that's a massive swing of the game, I think, in that area. Yeah, no, I think you're, you're probably right, to be fair. Um, yeah, as I say, we, um, we felt like the, the scrummage was... Um, was a part of the game I probably might be asking the wrong guy but, but the scrummage was a part of the game that was actually pretty um, pretty well matched like we felt like a couple of times we were driven back a couple of times we got on the front foot but that seems to have been the case over the years with, with our teams There's, it's sort of you know a lot about each other but on, on the face of it you tend to get quite an even game most of the time I think like the forwards always match each other like it's always very intense like that's why I don't think anyone really gets that much of a dominance because both teams are very aggressive like and, and that's good I mean I think a lot of it was we know how to play our pitch better like that, and that is a key thing that most people lose out in away games is if you don't know how to play the pitch you you've got to know the right areas where to play and what to do and I think that's what worked for us better in the second half yeah. Um, I was going to say to you about your, your pitch and being at home and stuff in this league something that obviously we've only been here a few months now um, but something that we've found is that the home advantage is huge when the boys come up from Sussex you seem to face completely different sides and if you play your pitch correctly you tend to win at home and lose away or you win at home and have a tough game away at least because yeah. the sides are completely different is that something you found last year in your first year in the league or? Um, I, I always find that the Sussex teams just don't travel well mm. like a lot of them they always same thing they make excuses every week of oh they weren't available all of this all of that you know what games you're playing at the start of the year like there's no surprise that you've got to go to Sussex you've got yeah. to go down there you just got to have the lads who want to commit 
get there early. I mean, we found a big thing in our first year, the first few games, we were turning up an hour before, but if you end up being late, that hour turns to 30 minutes and it ain't right. So we've basically, we've set an earlier meet time now so that you're all there, you're ready, and it makes that bigger difference. It takes away that travel tiredness or anything like that. So I think that's the biggest thing is travelling down to them, get there early, be ready, and know that they're not going to travel well. No Sussex team travels well up to us. So that, that's the easiest way to beat them at home. Definitely, definitely. Um, well, uh, yeah, first of all, well done on last season. Obviously, we kept our eye on the league table and saw you guys were having a really good year. Um, and we sort of based our expectations of the year on what you guys managed to do last year. And we said, you know, you guys managed to get in the top five, so we'll aim for that. And, and see our top top four, we'll aim for that and see how we get on. Obviously, we were doing all right. I haven't seen any of the results today. Yeah. But... Um, as usual, both teams are around the same sort of area in the league. Um, what's your aspirations for this year? Have they, have they sort of changed a little bit? Um, we always set out every year of, like, last year we just wanted to stay in the league. But when we saw yeah. how competitive, first, yeah, when we, saw how competitive we were and how high up we were. I mean, take nothing away from, like, Fanit last year. They were unreal. Great team. But, like, we saw this year as it's a bit more of an even playing field. So if you keep consistent, you keep playing well you're going to be at the top. So we've now had visions of we want to finish top two because obviously you want to do better than your last season. And uh, games like today show that when you're playing against the teams in the top level, that's what matters. If you can beat them teams in the top, then you deserve to be towards the top. So, But you've just got to make sure you keep picking up the points against like the lower league teams. But uh, yeah, I think that's what's key is not letting it slip against the lower teams. Definitely. And hopefully over the next sort of few games, that, that gap between the top six and the bottom six will just stretch out and we'll get sort of half a league of competitive rugby and half a league of that dross that we can we can all ignore yeah definitely um, <laughs> but look um, thanks for talking to us today see you mate I don't know who that guy um, oh, hello <laughs> um, thanks for talking to us today mate um, if you want to have a listen look at that yeah, we'll, we'll tag the club we're, in it or something and have that. a listen and, we, um, we've played you boys so many years now we all know yeah. it's always a hard tough game but you're decent lads we always get on and uh, it's good that we're on the winning side this time so we'll, we'll take that as yeah a, fine although I, you know I feel like it's still our turn because you've done us twice the year you went up so yeah. technically this was our, this was supposed to be our go today I mean, but I mean, you, I'll let you have this one you've got to have people <laughs> to aspire to and we're glad that we are that team that you boys inspire to be and yeah, that well, is, uh, you know, that's great for us you know, you've got to look above <laughs> no literally you, uh, if you, I mean if you do listen back to any of the previous episodes though, please don't be offended by the amount we say Willie in our podcast because we say it a lot that's absolutely fine willies <laughs> we'll take um, that but no day. look fair play and thanks for having us today uh, it was a good game again um, good luck with the rest of the year and Merry Christmas yeah, um, no, Merry Christmas we'll see you guys next year hopefully I'm yeah. sure we all will unless one of us gets promoted which probably well, be us but well, uh, if it's, it's going to be anyone or is it going to be you I don't know I don't know we I don't think. know <laughs> well we, we'd, we'd hopefully that one of us will get promoted obviously yeah. we want us boys but we're always happy to play you lads if, yeah, so in fairness yeah. so are we and, and good luck with the rest of the year yeah. and you mate thanks very much Cheers. mate thanks a lot Okay, back for the battle bus breakdown. I'm in the car um, once again. Obviously, you know by now it was a disappointing defeat for Vigo. I'm in the car with Tony and Jake and Adam, and we are heading back to safer, safer shores uh, of Swanswood for the Christmas party. Um, so on the way back, we will discuss results, uh, results of interest, and just general results. Um, Obviously, we already know about Vigo's unfortunate defeat, but Tony, what else do we have in 
London and South East 3. Um, <clears throat> so we've got Beckerhamian 22, Old Dunstonians 7, Folkestone 26, Hastings and Bexhill 7, Lewes, Lewis 0, Crowborough 40, Old Willies, 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 28, Vigo 10. Yeah, 28-10, so frustrating. Um, I mean, if we were going to break, if we were going to break our game down, we've done a little bit of breakdown already. But we probably, you know, we've all talked about it already. But we probably just didn't score enough points in the first half when we had the slope and the wind. Uh, driving rain all day. Um, so the team, team who played the hill better, was going to win that game. And unfortunately, it wasn't us today. Um, we got bitten in the second half. Um, by 28 points two of which were in the last 10 minutes which was probably the most disappointing thing because with 10 minutes to go we were behind but we were in their half and we were looking for looking for the win we we were looking for the win at at 14 10 down with 10 minutes to play we were in their half we had a scrum we were looking for the win that's what was disappointing is we didn't even leave with a a losing bonus point which was a shame Um, but I think we can all we can we're gonna have to take it on the chin can all say we made a mistake but end of the day it's a team game and we'll come back stronger hopefully against Lewis 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 on the first week in January hopefully with stronger bodies in our squad um, let's move oh, let's have a look at the table as it's up uh, Crowborough top Beckerhamian second with 38 points is that now yeah. ugh Willies are third. Willies are third with 35 points. Vigo are fourth with 31. Paulborough joint in fifth on 31. Uh, Dunstonians in sixth on 30. Folkestone have closed the gap slightly yeah. as they're now up to 27 points in seventh. Um, and Leewes lose whoever, whatever you call them, on 23. But Bromley and Hastings are struggling there in what is now a bottom two. Actually, it's not. Because, oh, they've just, removed, removed, they've removed the Hellingley from the table. Yeah. So it's actually Hastings and Parkhouse that are languishing in the bottom two. Um, so Bromley just about clinging on. Um, should we move on? Let's look at a league that doesn't concern us because it's it's just depressing. <laughs> not gone. I've not had enough uh, enough beers to um, to be cheery yet. Um, what have we got next, Tone? Uh, so local friends, um, old Altamians. 17 Bishop Stortford 3 that was a match of interest today 17-3 that's a big win win and that keeps them top of the league that puts them 4 points ahead of Blackheath wow as Rotherham Titans 10 Blackheath 7 oh what a game what a place to go which then pulls Rotherham Titans in 3 points behind Blackheath so that is the oh oh, that's in the top 4 Okay, so Old Eltamian's top of the league on 56 points. And Blackheath are second on 52. Amthill on 50 and Rotherham on 49. Yeah. That is an interesting top. I'm not, like, we need to do some research on the, on the Vigo Rugby podcast, I think, to uh, find out if it's one up or two up or one up and playoff, what, what it is to get into the championship. I would imagine it's one up. Yeah. Because it's the championship. It's one, yeah, um, so. You would imagine that it, they'd make it as tough as possible to get into the championship because there's such a big amount of money yeah. floating around when you get there there's probably criteria and shit you get a mil from the <clears> RFU <throat> when, you, when you're in the championship um, yeah because that's and that's the salary cap 
as well as a mil. I think. So you basically you pay your players for free, essentially. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Um, all right, let's go down. Let's look at the minnows to make ourselves feel better. Mm-hmm. Not minnows. Obviously, there's some good sides there. I don't think we're going to feel better, unfortunately. Oh no. Um, Ashford forty-three, Cranbrook three. I mean, that's nice. It's a good <laughs> start. That's enjoyable. I'm happy. <clears> with the pink trousers are out for a Christmas party tonight. The pink trousers and no one cares still. Take them pink trousers yeah. to smoke <laughs> um, Gillingham Mancorians 45 Whitstable nil. Saw that coming New Ash Green 22 Footscray 17 Oh it's a tight one But yeah. it's a win for Nag At long last yeah, yeah. There we go Hopefully that doesn't Take them out of the drop zone Battle of the Banks Royal oh. Bank of Scotland nil. HSBC 36 Oh Battle yeah. of the Banks HSBC is won by HSBC smashed them very nice. Interesting. Sheppy seven. Old Graves Indians fifty-three. What is going on with Sheppy? Oh, yeah. Sheppy need to probably just pull out. Where do you go? I like, think yeah. Who do you go and play for? I mean, who would go and play for him? And also, you've got like it's such a crap place to go. They were in London. They was in this league. A couple of last years ago. Year, last, year. last year, last year they was in this league and. I know they had a couple of players leave, but Jesus, they've got such a. The thing is about Sheppy as well is that we've all sort of we mug them off a lot on the on the Viger Rugby podcast because they are absolute dross. But they've got quite a long history in, in that rugby club, and it is a it is like a, a proper rugby club. You know, they've got their yeah, they've got their olders, they've got their nice jackets, and they, they don't tend to care that they're a, they're not the best. But they they made a mistake, I think, a few years ago of paying players. And as soon as they started, when they stopped, this is what was going to happen. Yeah. And that is, I think, quite clearly what is going on right now, unfortunately for them. Um, Tone, while you've got your phone out, could you quickly... I know these aren't local, because Jake won't accept that they're local. I'm happy to accept them. No, I wasn't talking about Ealing. Um, I would like to know the National 2 South score for Canterbury, please. I'm, I'm happy with that. Because they were, they're one of our favourite camping locations for the summer. They're not too far away. Um, and also, they were second in the league last, last week. I want to know if they've kept that up. London 2. You never know. They could find themselves in a match of interest situation if they keep playing well. They'll be delighted. What league? London 2 South. Nope. Like the, uh, Friday night. Look at the table. The They're not in it, mate. You're not looking at the right league because I haven't told you to look at the right league. I'm saying yeah. London 2 and I'm meaning National 2 at National the same time. Yeah, of course. So that's what I was meaning. Yeah, it's a shame when I say the wrong words. But I've had two beers, in fairness to me. Um, while we're here, actually, while we're looking this up, Adam, um, can you tell us about the progress of your swimathon? Have you been training? Uh, That's a no. no. <laughs> um, mentally, any, I'm prepared. Mentally prepared for the swimathon. Could you tell us um, a little bit about why you've chosen the charities that you've chosen? Um, well, when my uh, in the last few days, my granddad. Yep. Um, she obviously she passed away from cancer. Uh, she had Marie Curie nurses there, and just sort of, it means a lot that she was comfortable in her last few days. Yeah, of course. And obviously, it is a registered charity, so it's not like they get sort of payouts and stuff. It is 
all needs to be done through fundraising so I do like doing my bit for especially for Marie Curie for, yeah and that is that a that is a wonderful wonderful reason to do it um, can you tell us when this swimmer film is again uh, it's in March I believe the 29th and we can sponsor you on your Just Giving page on which will be shared on the Vigo Rugby Podcast Facebook page very soon there's a Facebook yep. page and there's also a Facebook page for it no, that's in for the Vargo Rugby oh, Podcast. Oh, yeah, there's a Vargo Rugby Podcast. about it. <laughs> right, guys. <laughs> not only are we sponsored. Have you, I mean, not only are we sponsored now by Flipboard, um, if you're listening in the US. Flipboard, Flipboard, Flipboard. <laughs> and um, soon to be sponsored by a social media company. I won't, won't tell you who it is, but it's coming. Um, we have also got our own Facebook page now. Um, we're actually nearly up to 50 likes. We only started it this week. Dream. It's decent, isn't it? Um, we're absolutely flying so we're trying to up that number so um, if you enjoy what you hear and you want to hear a few updates about London and the South East rugby um, come and find us on Facebook um, and listen to the podcast obviously um, have we found that result Tone? it's not in mate it's not in yet gutted what about the Gravesend result in um, <laughs> the one that you were just on London 2 <laughs> South East <laughs> so um, on Facebook we've actually been creating some very nice graphics uh, this week um, obviously, it's not Photoshop. Actually, I've been using. I've actually been using an app called Poto. No, they haven't sponsored us. Don't do it. Oh, oh, cut that. cut, cut that. it out. Cut it out. I don't know what Poto is. It sounds rubbish. Don't say it again. Oh no! <laughs> I'm messing this all up. Said it again. Right no, in Gravesend n- lost. Gravesend <laughs> lost. Gravesend eight. L's for balls fifteen. Oh what? my Jesus! At Gravesend. So can we look at the table? <laughs> is that their first win? No, they've got two. Two wins for Aylesford, but one of them win. has come today against Gravesend at Gravesend. That was a match of interest. That's it a was. Result, I and I tell you what, guys, I will find out more about what happened in that match tomorrow um, because I am planning on trying to get one of the, the coaches at Gravesend to talk to us tomorrow on the podcast live um, to find out what happened in that game against Aylesford today. Okay, I think that's all we can do except for say... You know, from the Battle Bus Breakdown segment, Merry Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah. And what a terrible day <laughs> on the pitch. But good news, Quinn's won. Um, Quinn's beat Benetton. So, Gloucester, lost, they yes, uh, lost last night. Quinn's win, Gloucester lost. Jake lined that up fully on purpose. Nice work, Jake. Um, and we'll see you guys at the Christmas party. Woo! Willies! Willies! All right, uh, we are back at the rugby club. Um, obviously we're still disappointed but there was some positives for today and one of those positives was today's man of the match Benjamin Morehouse Boom. how are you Ben? Uh, I'm aching a little bit Nick but I'm alright yeah um, what do you think uh, you did that helped you stand out and get man of the match today? probably too short just made a few lines um, lines of what? <laughs> yeah uh, running lines ah! <laughs> oh Jake um <laughs> No, I broke through a couple of times, made quite a few metres, so it was out of me and Jake. Me and Jake got all the votes each, so... I know, I did hear that. That's yeah. good, good news for the two second rows. Yeah, Jake had a good game. Yeah, yeah. Um, what um, do you think you could do to improve in the future? Um, I think I definitely need to start learning the laws of the game. I still get a little bit confused whether I'm allowed to go for the ball or not in certain places. But you said laws, which is the first... I'm learning. That's like the first test <laughs> I'm that you learning. passed. Yeah, yeah. you call them laws. Um, as a team, obviously, it was a disappointing second half. Well, disappointing sort of 60 to 80 minutes for us, really. Yeah. Um, how do you think we could improve in the future based on what happened today? Oh. 
I don't think it's kind of improving. I think we're fine as a team. It's just we just lost a lot of energy real quick, and they they kind of gamed it. Yeah, and it, momentum just swung their way, and we I think crumbled. That's, I see it wasn't it? It was a bit of momentum, and as soon as they got on the front foot, it was hard to I don't take th- it forward. I again, don't think it? we played bad. No, there's a few knock-ons in silly places, but it was a wet, windy day. And sh- shit they capitalised on. Yeah. Our errors as well, like they they and they scored. Like when we made an error, they scored. Like yeah. They did very well on that front. Um, but as you say, disappointing end to the game. Um, who else could you pick out? You picked Jake out. Could you pick anyone else out who you thought played well today? Um, I thought Chink had a pretty satisfactory game at nine. Satisfactory. Satisfactory. Yep. Yeah. He done a few wayward passes. He also shanked a kick. <laughs> um, but no, there's everyone kind of pitched in, pulled their own weight. Yeah, and, uh, I think that's a fair assessment. To be fair, got the team. Um, there's no one that really stood out too much. I wouldn't even say, and I got man of the match. Except you, mate. Man I, don't, of the match. I don't think I stood out too much. I think all of us together just put a shift in, and it was just unlucky. Fair play, very diplomatic. That's um, do you have a girlfriend? Yeah. What's her name? Marianne. Oh, Marianne. And tell her you love her. I love you, Marianne. Say her last name. Fuck her riding the pussy. <laughs> what? Say what? Say her last name. What's Marianne's last name? Why is everyone saying this? Clavet. Play what? Clavet. Clavet. Yeah. Is she French? Marianne Clavet. What is she? How long have you guys been together? Uh, two and a half. Is she smell like Two and a half years. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, what, um... It's like, how come we haven't really met her? Does she smell like Do bring her up? She's or? coming up. She should be here now, one minute ago. Oh, nice. So we get to meet her tonight? Well, I'm going home for a nap. No, so. you are not. Well played, Ben, today. Yeah. Brilliant. You. Can I just say, the way that you've come up through the, through the system this year has been very impressive. Oh. Thank you, Nick. And you're putting in some steam in storming was before this. That free stone you've added. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, might have helped. Yeah, right, well played, Benny. Man of the match. Cheers, Nick. Sticko, of the day. All right, we're here with Elliot Stickins. It's time for Sticko, Sticko of the day. Sticko, how you doing? Hey, mate. Yeah, been better. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. Um, so, who got Sticko's Dick of the day today? Uh, well, I think for. Um, it was one. It was one of two people. Both were involved in a certain incident that resulted in a very easy try for them but, uh, I remember Mr Luke Vinn and myself collided uh, I went the completely <laughs> wrong direction after the hit because obviously he's a, bit, he's a bit bigger than me ball bounce fell to them and uh, walking under the post basically so if era. you were both if you were 50-50 at fault then what was the decider how do you decide who gets it uh, it's probably I think when I moved to full back I missed a crucial tackle oh no as well. <laughs> what does that mean yeah I mean, it's bad 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 day <laughs> so what does that mean for the dick of the day uh, it means I get it I'm afraid oh sticko is sticko's dicko of the day so can you give yourself three points to improve for next time well I think that should probably go to someone else to give me pointers Okay, we're joined by James Clements um, because we need free tips for Elliot Stickins to not fuck up again because he's sticko sticko of the day this week. So oh. could you give him three pointers on how he could improve and not let this happen again? Uh, oh, number one, take priority as a fullback. Number two, um, think about the wind. It was windy. Ah. Number three, don't take me off. All right. 
Nice. Yeah, so well, that's not really an improvement point for me, though, yeah. is it? I thought you was. <laughs> I thought you was going to say tackle the man with the ball. Yeah. Well, that was what you were thinking of the day for, was it? Yeah. Oh, that was in there. That was in there. Yeah, one yeah, of the reasons. I wasn't here, was I? All right, can I add a fourth? Add a fourth. Don't be cunt. <laughs> Without fail. All right, well, well played, mate. You are sticko stick of the day. Cheers. Well, <laughs> ch- cheers to myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, normally that would be the end of our week on the Vaga Rugby podcast. However, we managed to catch up with some of the uh, members of our clubs of interest this week um, from our matches of interest. Um, so here is Mark Robinson from Gravesend, followed by John Ducky Fordham from Old Eltamians. All right, so we're back uh, with the Vaga Rugby podcast, and it is now Sunday. The dust has settled on a um, on a busy weekend. Um, not a great weekend for Vaga, and unfortunately, not a great weekend for Gravesend either. Um, but we won't spend too long on it because I'm with Mark Robinson, one of the coaches at Gravesend. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks, Nick. Good, good, good. Um, as I say, we won't spend too long on yesterday's game because that doesn't sort of define the first half of the year, and that's sort of what we want to know about. But any any insight on, on what happened yesterday at Aylesford or against Aylesford? Just a poor day at the office, Nick. So, yeah, didn't turn up. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll put those right after New Year and uh, move forward. Nothing like specifically that you picked out, just one of, the, one of those days where rugby is rugby? One of those days at the office, a few problems before the game with players being unavailable for various reasons. Okay. <clears throat> and yeah, bad day at the office. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, well, the first half of the season has actually gone pretty well for you guys, I think. I mean, top half, you've got to be, got to be happy with that. Yeah, yeah, good. We, we had opportunities to go third yesterday, which we, uh, we threw away, obviously, which is a shame. Um, but yeah, we'll go back after Christmas, as I say, and, and carry on working hard. Uh, and you've been doing a lot of stuff I've seen on Facebook at the club um, in terms of club sort of improvements and things like that. In the, the gym is in there now and looking, looking quite nice. Is there any more sort of plans in the pipe for, for improvements at the club and that sort of thing? We're just going to... The gym's still not quite finished, so we've still got a few little bits to do up there. And uh, you know, change rooms have, have been a great addition. Um, and, yeah, just uh, continual improvements over the year. Uh, and finally, what is the goal for... The, the, the rest of this season what, what's the goal? The main goal really is to, to grow and improve the second team once we've got the, um, the, the second team skipping the way we need them to uh, we can then sort of cracking on and try and get back to where we should be Good, good and um, personally for yourself are you, uh, are you getting any games in these days or is it have you called it a day? <laughs> yeah no I've, uh, I've hung my boots up so for, for good or, or vets well, maybe a bit of vets oh, a bit of vets yeah yeah I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm game for that but uh, yeah for now uh, just stick to the coaching alright cool well thanks very much for, for coming on and Merry Christmas thanks, from Nick. the Vaga Ravi podcast obviously Merry and, Christmas uh, we'll to speak you too soon. cheers Nick thanks uh, following on from our theme of talking to some of our clubs of interest from yesterday, uh, I'm sitting here with John Fordham, who currently plays his rugby at Old Eltamians. How are you doing, John? Yeah, very well, thank you, Nick. Um, you uh, may have heard of John before, but you may have heard of him as Ducky, because uh, that's, that's been his name for a long time. Um, how's your season going, mate? Uh, one's doing very well, top of the league. Uh, with a big game uh, Black Evenings, well, against Black Evenings week. Yeah, at home. At home. How yeah, much is it? Uh, 12, 14 pounds. 14 quid? Yeah, with programme though. With programme. Oh, it comes with programme. Well, that changes program. everything. Yeah. <laughs> free parking. Oh, and free parking. Yeah. Well, now you're speaking my language. 
<laughs> Whereabouts is that that you're playing these days? Still at the college? Uh, yeah, College Meadow. College in Meadow. Cool. Yes. Nice. Yeah, right next to Elton College. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. And um, since obviously you've been over there a couple of years now, but since you moved over there, do you feel like it's enhanced the the atmosphere at the club and that sort of thing, or is it still sort of you're still building it up? Uh, I've been there one or two years. Yeah, eleven. Um, and uh, oh, you mean College Meadow? Yeah, yeah. College Meadow is a much better uh, surrounding. It's yeah. right next to the, the uh, Elton College as well, which means that you get a lot of the boys over from the college to watch the ball and also parents as well. So, oh, yeah, right. so hopefully uh, the weather is not like it was yesterday. Yeah, that's nice. And it'll be uh, half decent weather, so it'll be a big crowd. Local derby with uh, not many other clubs playing in the area. Oh, yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about coming down, but then, um, so what, what you're saying is you're hoping that next week um, there'll be lots of, lots of the schoolboys will be down to watch you play is yeah. that what you're saying because uh, there's no rain you'll get more school children coming down or more supporters overall in and around the place yeah no nice um, cool and this, I mean the season so far is going really well you opened up a gap yesterday uh, at four the points, top yeah. yeah four point gap um, but the boys it was a home game yesterday but what's the what's the longest away game we look at your fixtures a lot um, on the podcast and we, we check out what you're doing every week but what's the, what's been the longest one uh, it's probably Darlington or Plymouth Oh, they're, they're, they're longest, but yeah, we, we had uh, we had Hull as well, so they're, they're they're pretty hard to get to as well. So t- uh, Tony's here with us. As well. What do you what do you do? Do you do you have her overnight? Uh, yeah, the first first thing we we'll go on a Friday night, normally for long long trips away, stay in a hotel, and then have a short journey over to the ground. Um, and is it obviously uh, as pure amateurs of the game we? We get obviously get the bus if we're allowed a bus. We get the bus down to the games that are over a couple of hours away, and then we'll have the game on the way home. We obviously have a few games on the bus. We get drunk. We we get booze. Is it is it the same sort of situation with you guys, or is it very much strictly professional? No booze in nothing. Well, obviously, when you're playing down at your level, um, it's. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, well, you will not be a guest again, but we're intrigued in what you're about to say, so you can carry on. <laughs> no, no, as, uh, I think um, with all rugby, it's no, no protein powder on the way home. You know, you'll have the people at the back of the bus who are drinking heavily, and then you'll have people at the front of the bus who just want to sleep. So you've got a mixture of all. And then you get some supporters at the front of the bus who uh, are probably too drunk and they shouldn't be on the bus, but uh, yeah, they, they will stumble home. <laughs> Very nice. So that's cool. I'm quite glad to hear that like it happens at all levels. You still have a beer after the game and that sort of thing. I don't think rugby would be rugby without beers. No, I think you're right. I think that's you know it's part of the essence of rugby, isn't it? It's quite it's quite nice that it's still to hear it still happens. So you have to go to Plymouth and all those sort of weird places. That are a bit nasty. What is the most nasty ground to play at? Like, where are the first of all, sort of for pitch wise, and second of all, for the opposition supporters? Uh, opposition supporters, Red Roof. Uh, yeah. I think they've got uh, Hell off the bat. I think it's called Hell yeah, there was, Fire. <laughs> yeah, there was no, there was no like no, oh, no, no thought no, in that. No it's just, it is Red yeah. Roof. Yeah, Red Roof uh, or Sick Cup, obviously, but um, yeah. uh, the, the, wor- the worst, the worst place to play at. I've probably played out is uh, Judd's. Judd's, Tommy yeah, Judd's. Judd's just been a park bitch. Pitches are a bog, aren't they? Yeah. So they're, still, they're still owned by the council. Council, aren't they? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. 
Nasty, very nasty. So what's this thing about Red Roof, the, the corner? What did you call it? Uh, it's called Hellfire Corner. Hellfire Corner. Something along those lines, yeah. Yeah, where Sounds. you get the, the people and it is basically people shouting and screaming at you. Really? Yeah. Nasty, yeah. nasty. Well, personally for you, um, the rest of the season, what are your sort of aspirations for the rest of the year? Uh, play as much as possible. Just play as many games as you can, yeah. get it all in. Obviously, no thoughts on retirement yet. I know you're 30, 32 now. 32, yeah, yeah. And props prime. Props prime. They, they, that's what they say anyway. That's and you're one say. of the one of the old props who can play across the front of the scrums, am I? Yeah. Right? Oh, well, I, I like to think I can play one, two, or three. There you go. So, a lot of life left in you. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see after this year. Like yesterday was uh, retirement weather. Uh, cold, wet. It was nasty, wasn't it? Yeah, very I've still bad. got a, yeah. I've still got a numb toe yeah. for some reason. Quick, quick. I put my hands down my pants for so many times yesterday. Just <laughs> I had to um, ask the referee to stop the game so I could time my lace up yesterday, and because my fingers were numb, it took me about ten minutes. <laughs> it was nasty. It was very nasty. Um, last one, obviously the ones that are going to look to get promoted. We actually had a question that we didn't know the answer to yesterday. How many teams do get promoted from National 1 to one. the Championship? It's just the top. One. Right. Just the one. So no, no playoff at all. It's just one. Right. So it's a big game next week. Yes. Open up a seven Massive. point, eight point lead possibly. Yeah. Nice. Well, good luck with the rest of it. Oh, thanks, Nick. And um, I hope you get as many games in as you can. Thank you. And Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> so that's it. That is all we've got time for on this week's Vigo Rugby Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Um, please click subscribe in Apple Podcasts. Thanks to everyone who has appeared on the Vigo Rugby Podcast today. That is the halfway point in the season. We are 13 episodes in. Keep your eyes out for the Christmas special and the New Year's special. And then we will be back with the boys uh, ready for the Lewis game on the 5th of January. Take care of yourselves. Have a great Christmas. That's been episode 13. It's the Vigo Rugby Podcast.